Welcome to Finding Monster Rights, the show about finding monsters, right? Yep. We are back to finish off June of the Living Dead. <laughs> that we are. We're talking about uh, undead topics from the past year, reliving them as one might a terrible fate of fortune, such as becoming a blood-sucking... Uh, Watch. <laughs> being. Better. Good. Yeah, no, it's been about ten episodes since canonically I was bitten by a vampire. So this is the return of Vampire Alley. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if you like, ever left. It's like normal Alley, but hotter. You looked like little breadcrumbs along the way. I did, I did, I did. For all those uh, key, for all those keen-eared listeners. I explained every time what was going on, because <laughs> this podcast is not meant to be serialized. No, it's not. You can stop vamping, we can start talking about the episode. Make me. So, uh, this episode, we're talking about, specifically, Dampier. Yes. Dampier to stay, living your half-life to the fullest. Yep, so... Common folk might not know what a Dampier is. Mm, such a shame for common folk, then. Dampier are a creature from Balkan mythology, specifically, uh, that are the result of a union between a vampire and a human. Yes. A so half-vampire. half uh, and and as we often joke on the show, some some of their weaknesses and some of their strengths. Uh, yes, Blade is the most popular Dampier. Yes, we'll we'll get into him. Uh, but first, Jimmy. All right, fine. I I don't know if he'd let you. He doesn't I let saw you. Blade too. He might. In Blade One, he lets no one in. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Daywalker. So, uh, tell us more about the, these creatures. So, Dampier are usually the product of a male uh, vampire and a female human, although the opposite rarely does happen. Uh, it is believed in the Balkans that vampires are just super horny, which, <laughs> I mean, I guess the Balkans got that right. But, uh, so a vampire... A vampir- a vampire. I, it's, I'm struggling not to pronounce vampire the same as dampier. But they, they're, they're distinct. Yeah, dampier is spelled D-H-A-M-P-I-R. The, which, the dom comes from tooth, and the peer comes from drinker or drink. Which, that's probably a cognate with vampire. Although I'm surprised, uh, etymologically, that vampire is not related to that. Like, dom doesn't mean half or something. What does vamp mean? In that language. Check that out. So, a vampire will return from the dead to have intercourse with a wife or a woman who is attracted to in life. You know, like your, your, uh, Mina Harker, your, uh, Strad von Zarevich's, uh, your Brides of Dracula. Yeah. What is Strad von Zarevich from D&D? What is his, uh, deal? Tatiana? Tatiana is the object of his affection. So, Essentially, vampires fuck a lot, and sometimes that makes babies. <laughs> right, and sometimes if it's with, like, usually if it's with a human, that's what happens. Yeah. Although we we did talk a little bit about this in terms of Punnett squares. Mm-hmm. How I, I thought if um if you had two dampier together, like that could end up in a vampire, a dampier, or a human, just the different odds. Right. Right. So if it's uh, so let's assume humans are the dominant allele. 
that it's more likely to be human, it's less likely to be a vampire. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, given just, like, trophic levels. Prey animals outnumber predators in terms of biomass. Okay. By a factor of 10 to 1, depending on the trophic level. I, I, I got a degree in this. So, uh, let's pull up, if I could use this scrap of yeah, sure. paper. Uh, let's do a Punnett square of a of a two down peer in. Two down peer. Two down peer. Okay, so A A A Human Vampire, about twenty five percent chance of each. Hybrid is fifty percent chance total. Yeah, so fifty yeah. percent chance of having a vamp of a dampier. 25 vampire, 25 human. I'll be honest. They stopped teaching us about Punnett squares at some point in my uh, in my hard science classes. <laughs> because they said, like, this is too... Um... It's probably too simple. <laughs> like, this is probably not how it entirely works. It's more co- it is more effective. I, I don't think vampire would be super common. Otherwise, Dampier would be doing it all the time. Mm. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Well, yeah. Uh, well, the other thing that we want to point out about Dampier is that in a lot of cultures, they can just hang out per usual yeah legends state that uh dampier were for the most part normal members of the community but dampiers especially male of paternal vampire descent could see invisible vampires and practice sorcery often starting careers vampire hunters which would be practiced for generations from father to son yes and that's where we get into the the blade situation yes so According to legend, dampiers are really similar to vampires. They both have the powers of a human and vampire. They can sense a supernatural creature within a specified distance, have acute sense of sight and hearing, regenerating abilities, walk in sunlight, which led to the uh, adoption of the sobriquet Daywalker. 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 Which, honestly, that I feel like that's... I don't feel like that's an actual thing from legend. I feel like somebody maybe put that into Wikipedia because of Blade. How da- How dare people defile Wikipedia in such a way? Some traditions uh, specify signs by which the children of a vampire can be recognized. Uh, for example, untamed darker black hair and lacking a shadow, which I feel like lacking, the, <laughs> lacking a shadow is doing the heavy lifting. Yeah, yeah. You have pretty untamed dark brown or black hair. Right, but I, cre- I create a shadow at least. I mean, c- could, I, could I see some proof of that? Sure. That good? I cannot see a shadow. You're not seeing this? Like, like... See, see what I'm doing over that same piece of paper? Okay, good, good, good. But Wait, maybe, why do you have a shadow? Um, that's only Clan La Sombra. Uh, okay, thank you. And also, I can uh, go out into the sunlight. as You've seen me out in the sunlight. Yes, I have. And um, uh, that is because the twilight's real. So, uh, Tw- twilight, yeah. Twilight's real. I sparkle, okay? I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I sparkle in the sun. Sue me. Okay, it's the least sexy thing that I do. Uh, Dampiers can also control animals. I work at the zoo. That's that... <laughs> controlling animals is something any human can do too. Any human or vampire or or combination thereof can do that. That's fine. Yeah, that's just a, a skill. In Bulgarian folklore, possible indications include being very dirty, having a soft body, no nails and bones. <laughs> and Wait, it... you don't have. Don't know bones. Must be a dampier. No bones. Yeah, baby with no bones. Must be a vampire. If your doctor tells your child has no bones, get a new doctor. Yeah. <laughs> and a deep mark on the back like a tail. That, I feel like a mark on the back is like, oh, a weird mole. Not like a tail. You know what a tail looks like. Yeah. In contrast, a pronounced nose was often a sign. That's not what contrast means. <laughs> In concordance... 
a pronounced nose was often a sign as were larger than normal ears, teeth, or eyes. It's a baby. <laughs> the eyes are... Are the same size they will be when they're human. Yeah. Uh, I mean, adults. Yeah. Human adults. According to J. Gordon Melton from his book, The Vampire Book, The Encyclopedia of the Undead, which he was writing as he was uh, turning into liquid because somebody threw water on him. In some areas, a true dampier possessed a slippery, jelly-like body and lived only a short life, a belief that vampires have no bones. So, kind of a... We're talking about kind of different canons here, how some people was like, dampier can't really exist for a bit, they just become like goo. Most monstrous births, like we were talking about, like, a lot of those mutations are deletorious. Uh, so... <laughs> Define deletorious, please. Bad. Bad for you. Okay. Bad for you, they make you die. Got it. So... Like, a lot of extreme, like, chromosomal mutations and stuff, like, uh, birth defects, essentially, uh, are fatal. Mm -hmm. And this is an example of one. Yeah, so the... A fictional example. <laughs> but the, uh, I assume that the birth rate's affected by this. Yeah. I sincerely don't believe it's possible for a, a birth defect to be so severe that the uh, embryo and the fetus <laughs> Just and the resulting up. infant don't grow bones. I feel like bone is actually the first thing that grows, come to think of it. Yeah. Like with the tif the tissue differentiation. I don't remember bio super well. Yeah, no, you, especially in, I think, human mammalian, mm -hmm. like birth. Yeah. You can't really get any far at all without bones. But are vampires mammals? Turn into bats. Bats are mammals. You know what? I remember an ancient song. Okay. Uh, from my days of teaching summer camp that might be able to help us. A camel is a mammal, but a snake is not. I can tell a mammal by the things it's got. It's got a hard backbone, hair on its skin. Its blood is warm and feeds milk to its kin. Okay, so that's something that vampires do. Yeah? Yeah, they do all those things. They do all those things. Uh, except the warm oh. blood, maybe. Ooh, yeah. But yeah. I think like 75% a mammal. Yeah. Also, they don't feed milk to their kin, but they do feed... Blood, blood to their childer. I think that counts. I think that counts, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's close enough. Uh, hard backbone. I mean, depends. <laughs> and um, hair on its skin. Yeah. Yeah, well... Okay. Checks well, out. One out of four. All right. One out of four is good enough, I think. So... I, I think that's I think that's called just... That's just, like, losing a trait. That's fine. That can happen. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the... I like how, depending on the vampire canon, different dampier powers, like, don't even matter. <laughs> Right. Like Twilight, for example, day walking. Who cares? Right. Yeah. <laughs> in the NBD, also in the in the first blade, like you know, vampires if they just really put on a lot of sunscreen, they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> so some of those ignorable. Uh, let's see. But, also in real life, because apparently you can. Uh, don't like, don't like talking about it. I don't like talking about it. If I talk about it more, the Volturi are going to be mad at me. As it turns out, I wanted Vampire the Masquerade to be real, and instead it was Twilight. So I'm. I'm ultimately fine with this. Uh, I think regeneration is a great power for any human. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody has regeneration. <laughs> yes, uh, advanced regeneration, probably, I'd say. Okay. Superhuman yeah. regeneration. Exactly. So, good stuff. You can cut off, like, a baby's fingers, and, like, it'll grow back, probably. The tip of a baby's fingers will grow back. The tip. That's a real fact that I learned at some point on the internet. And the other... And not in real life. Don't <laughs> hurt babies ever. And the blanket, other... Blanket disclaimer for Finding Monster Right. Nobody ever hurt babies. Thank you. The tip will uh, turn eventually into a full starfish. Yes. 
Yeah, that's that's the weird thing. Echinoderms are so close to chordates <laughs> on the family tree. All right, well, what's are some other dampier topics that we are want to discuss? They kind of live in a, a tough existence. They do. Because they don't have the allure of vampirism. The expectation, if you just happen to be born a dampier, is that you're going to be a vampire slayer, right? Like Blade. Like Blade. You can't just be a dampier and just be like, you know, just work at Target. <laughs> no, because your dad will come in and he'll say, you know, yeah. why are you not working hunting goods? Yeah. I'm getting vampire goods. The only Target that I want you to know about is the one you paint on the back of every bloodsucker in the city. But dad, you also have the thirst. The thirst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so Blade's son <laughs> is a dampier. He had a kid with another dampier. Uh, yes, yeah, so they they fifty percent chance of that oh. happening. <laughs> wait, hold on. So so wait, if if Blade, I don't think Blade would have a kid with a vampire. He, Blade, uh, did you see Blade too? <laughs> I I understand the allure. I have a chance. I mean, vampires have a chance. So a a okay. So there is a twenty. There is a fifty percent chance of a dampier happening from a vampire dampier cross, and from a. Human Dampier Cross, there is a 50% chance as well. This just looks like I've written, ah! <laughs> so now we know. And yep. If, yeah, so there's a 50 there's a 50% chance of Dampierism from a Dampier having a child with any combination of person-vampire. In that case, yeah, I think it's pretty good odds that yeah. <laughs> that Blade Sun's a, a, a damp. Right. And yeah, he can't work at Target. He can't say damp. Oh, sorry. He can't work at Target. No, he can't work at Target because uh, because um, uh, too many vampires at Target. Target is definitely run by like the Camarilla for sure. Yeah, it's uh, a way to make sure everybody's house, every mortal's house, is exactly the same to make it easier to predate on them. I think that's also true about how those stores set up itself. Mm -hmm. Do they like uh, rounding things up to the nearest dollar amount? Uh, you know what? I feel like vampires like math. A lot. They're like counting rice and stuff. I, I so. remembered at least one more digit of pi at some point. I'm also queer, so that so it cancels out. Yeah, so... Uh, the stereotypes cancel out. Man, I would not want to be Blade's son. No. <laughs> that's a tough existence. That's, that's that's so much pressure. I mean, sure, you get Whistler as like an uncle figure. but Whistler kind of sucks as an uncle figure. I feel like he would say something racist like... Never not. He, always. He's, he he's always speaks in racism, but it's usually about vampires. But every now and then it's not, and it's yeah. it's really bad. Once in a while it's about Sicilians, and you're like, Jesus, okay. Fuck. How old are you? Yeah. I don't know if there's Sicily in this world anymore. Well, yeah, as we all know, Sicily was uh, sunk beneath the waves for its pizza sins by the gods. Yeah, it was sunk beneath the blood tornado. Mm beneath the kid picks blood tornado that uh, that Stephen Norrington turns into. Yeah, so that's uh that's trouble. Uh who is the villain in Blade and who made the movie Blade? Uh, I know Deacon Frost was the name of the villain in the first Blade. Who plays Deacon Frost? I keep I messed this up in the other episode too. There it is. Uh Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff turns into a kid picks blood tornado. <laughs> And it, it it is it is a terrifying sight. It is not a good. They did not. 
It didn't it look good 19... in 2016. It did not look good in 2016 when I last watched the first Blade movie. Yeah. That's not true. I think I saw it since then at some point. But Did it improve? Uh, it's really, really, really impressive to just witness the absolute dorkiness of what they thought was cool in the 90s. Because unlike every other decade in recent history, 90s cool has not aged into, like, retro contemporary cool. It's a, it's a really good point. Even, like, 2000s cool is cool again. Yeah, like, 2010s cool is barely not cool anymore, so that'll get fine again in a minute. Uh, 80s cool is cool. 70s cool is cool. Like, the cool people from those decades are would still be cool if, like, you assessed their coolness today yeah yeah you uh, 90s is the only one where it's like, even millennials that like live by surge <laughs> the surge brand here's the thing don't uh, don't have anything great to say about it here's all you need to know blade has two katanas yeah it's that's got... all you need to know mm-hmm. and a, a bunch of other uh vampire fighting arsenal Yes. He's got, like, UV and garlic-infused weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the comics, at one point, he fights with, like, stakes and stake daggers. Oh, yep. I love Blade special blade weapons. Yeah. See that sword? It has two blades. One blade is silver, the other blade is infused with garlic. Basically, the vampires in Blade have the three weaknesses of silver, garlic, and sunlight. Yeah. And that that's about it. They have all the super-duper powers. Mm-hmm. He has all their strengths, none of their weaknesses, except the thirst. Yeah. <laughs> Which... Uh, as his son only huh i wonder if that's also true or does he like re-roll what his weaknesses are Ooh, ooh! does he get another weakness <laughs> yeah he, he has none of the weaknesses except garlic <laughs> and, and he, his dad won't stop making garlic <laughs> here's the thing i think if you are just weak to garlic but also good at a bunch of stuff i don't think that makes you a vampire <laughs> i think you at least need to consume blood in order to be a vampire yeah, uh, that, that tracks. I feel like if you don't do that, then you're just not anything. Mm-hmm. How do we get? How do we get Blade's son help? Okay, because I think in the in our classic scenario of uh, therapist, therapy animal, and needs therapy, he's in the last one. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Quickest that segment's ever gone. <laughs> what if he had friends with other half monsters? So he's like in a support group. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They all gather up. All right. Uh, who who else would be there? Danny Phantom is half ghost. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. We've been so, there. And yeah, he needs he needs uh actually things. All right. Yes, Danny Phantom. Yep. Okay. How do you get a half mummy? <laughs> you do you like unravel a mummy? A lot of them, mm. or have like a lower torso? Oh my gosh! You can be like a half mummy. From the top up or the bottom down, depending on which way you got unwrapped. <laughs> and there's like, and like, uh, you know, the top half people are like more judgmental of the bottom half people. Yeah, yeah, right. I would, uh, which one would you pick? Personally, I'd pick a top mummy. Because the bottom is just like, I want all that <laughs> stuff I have now. <laughs> I'm fast. I, I, I can drive with th- these feet. Mummies can't do that. I feel like mummies can just fly around in a sandstorm or something. With, like, their upper half, right? Yeah. Um, I'd take a top up in mm-hmm. mummy, for sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's not talk about uh, relationships with uh, what anybody has above or below any kind of place. Uh, how Frankenstein, how do you do that? <laughs> He's... <laughs> 
half of the body parts that were used for him were really, really fresh. <laughs> <laughs> like brand new, just died earlier. Oh, wait, what if you just put like dead guy body parts onto a person who is still, that's just a that's just an organ transplant. <laughs> yeah. It's just a lot of organ transplanting. <laughs> There's a regular guy at the support group. And he's like, I, I got a new heart. I'm a Frankenstein. Everyone's like, yeah, sure, 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 Jim. I've heard you can live with half a brain. Um, So uh, he already had half a brain. He had another half brain Frankenstein in. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you get two Frankensteins. Ooh. Ooh. And you got to, and like, you need to find who the other half Frankenstein is. Um, at like monster, once you get sorted into like your monster house and there's like a love triangle between like the soulmates and like some third thing. I the am, doctor. I, I guarantee this has been a a, 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 a teen horror romance YA, film. YA paranormal romance. Yeah. In the, the genre that will not ever die because love is eternal. In the In the past 10 years, yeah. <laughs> this uh, it is exactly exists in its entirety. Uh, what other monsters do we have? Creature from the Black Lagoon. Ooh, well, well half one of them. Mermaid. That's just oh, a mermaid. Okay. Yeah, we all saw Shape of Water. <laughs> is that the end result there? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Should we draw the Punnett square of that too? Uh oh well. Hmm. I guess that's like a hybrid and a pure monster. So like that. Uh, yeah, there's like a half chance of a mermaid and a half chance of a pure uh, uh, gill man. All right. It'd be an egg, though, right? I'm 90% sure he would hatch. The movie's all about eggs. It is all about eggs. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I don't want to think about that anymore, though. <laughs> Okay, no 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 regards there. Okay, so the the shape of water creature has external genitalia, meaning that it probably practices, you know, in vitro fertilization rather than external fertilization. So I feel like the odds are equally good that along with, you know, so many other tetrapod uh features that it's convergently evolved, it may as well also have live birth. I mean, we've seen that same thing happen with chondrichthians, where they are also uh, viviparous to some degree. Got it. As much as we're still using that word to describe different things. So, I, yeah. This is a full support group. Yeah. I would what, say. Well, are we missing any Halloween oh, uh, monsters? Uh, werewolf. Werewolf. Or the wolf how, man. How do you be half a werewolf? <laughs> That's tough, because you're already most of a werewolf. You're already... Ha it's already kind of half of one thing, half of another. Ooh, Every other in, full moon? Did you just turn into half a wolf? <laughs> Is that also you pick which half you are? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to be the butt half or the head half? Uh, the <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. King Solomon werewolf. I, I don't know. This one might be I won't mind with the lower half. You're like because so, so people can tell when you're happy, which you never are. <laughs> and you could also like you know, I, I, whichever one gets me to be faster. I think you just turn into like okay when you turn into when you go wolf form, mm -hmm. you turn into a wolf man hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you just turn into like a hybrid of that and a man. So like a werewolf, but less. <laughs> but he's like wearing a suit? Yes. Yes. Like a Chewbacca. 
Basically, you turn into Chewbacca. <laughs> you think what Chewbacca's wearing is a suit? No, I think what Chew- <laughs> I think Chewbacca's like more like halfway between human and halfway, like a quarter of the way. He can drive. A werewolf can't drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For okay. sure. For sure. I that's see. the that's the, Chewbacca can also vote. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a werewolf can vote if it's fully transformed. Mm-hmm. But if it's not, then it can. Yeah, so it has friends. But vampires can't because we're dead. <laughs> that's voter fraud. All right, well, that's that's great. So, yeah, all these guys, I think, can help out Blade's son. Yeah. <laughs> with this situation. What advice do you think they have about living half a life? Uh, okay, Danny Phantom uh, does the Blade route. Yeah. Of... I feel like Blade is more proud of Danny Phantom than he is of his own son. <laughs> oh, no. Because Danny Phantom hunts ghosts. <laughs> and he's half ghost, yeah. so. I feel like the half mummy does not hunt mummies because who hunt... No one... You don't hunt a mummy. Uh-uh. So you don't hunt a Frankenstein. Th- they'll get along. <laughs> Same lot of those. Uh, you can hunt a werewolf. Yeah, Wolfman is, is on his dad's side. So could Chewbacca hunt a... Could they, could they wear Chewbacca a werewookie? Uh-huh. Would this werewolfy half werewolf creature be a werewolf hunter? Because I think maybe just no. No, I think maybe he'd just be really confused. This is like extended family. Yeah, yeah, and the uh, the half merman. I think he'd be fine. Yeah, well, the mermaid. Mermaid. I think that's just a mermaid. <laughs> I think half a uh, half a monster from the Black Lagoon is just a mermaid. I agree. So yeah, no, they. Uh, I think that they've got a lot of good stuff that they can share. I would like uh, to ask uh, you a question to, to follow this up. God, well, now really, that I really want to see this uh, Descendants movie. <laughs> well, now that Blade Sun, like you know, has a little more lease on life, where monster rehab, mm. good places for Dampier to to work that specifically will not you know infringe on their vampire traits. You know what the thing is? The problem here is not with Blade's son; it's with Blade and the expectations he's putting on his son. Hmm. Like Blade Sun is Blade Sun just doesn't want to be a vampire slayer. He's, That's fine. He's fine. I I, I don't. I, I think the rehab should be some kind of father son bonding yes. that we can send the two of them off on. Yeah, under getting Blade to understand that you don't have to, getting them both to understand that just because uh, the down pier was born one way does not mean they have to do that. But also that you shouldn't throw away the gifts that you were given. Right. So in that case, we need to, I, I think we got to find some common ground between these two. And I do not think it's going to be, we mentioned garlic earlier mm-hmm. as an aside. What if? I think Blade's not allergic to garlic, but his son is. Yeah. So they're having some kind of group cooking thing isn't going to work there. <laughs> While Blade's making weapons, his son's like preparing meals. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. Who's the mom? Uh, or, wait, should it be like a family bonding or just father son? I'm thinking just father son. Yeah, I think the mom is cool with whatever. <laughs> she fucked Blade. She already got. She already, <laughs> she already has already low like, standards. She's already like I'm checked out for life. Like done and done. Next question. <laughs> yeah. So he uh, he likes Blade likes weapons. We know that about him, and he has a thirst problem. So do I. But I don't let that ruin my life. All right. Um. So uh, you know they're thirst. Going out for a drink's not gonna not gonna help. No, no. Well, Blade can. Well, I don't think Blade can get drunk. <laughs> no, they've got different tastes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other, let's see. The other aspect is I don't think uh, I don't think the son is super into would be into weaponry and stuff like that. 
No, I think going vampire slaying would not be an activity. Uh-uh. What else does Blade do? <laughs> they... C- I, do you think the the rave is a good setting? <laughs> or or is that bad? <laughs> because it's just... It's like take your son to work day. Mm. Or it's you're hanging out with your friends. And your dad shows up and kills all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the rave is an awful setting, but we should work with that. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the other things that happen in this movie. It's also a detective film. What are the things that... Uh, that- Blade 2 is uh, is good at. Blade Jr. <laughs> Blade 2. His name is Blade 2. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. His middle name is directed by Guillermo del Toro. He's re- it's a, it's the, the ninja zombies are in that one, right? Yes, yeah. Maybe travel could be a uh, could be something that they uh that they do together. Mm. Because that one's about Blade going away on business. Yeah. Yeah. Blade Blade Directed by Guillermo del Toro, Brooks II would be this this kid's full name. Okay. So, traveling together. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing different sights. Seeing the world. They're daywalkers. They can do that. They can. And they can go around and, like, talk to the vampire. Maybe there's a place in the world where the vampires aren't, like, a problem. Where they've integrated themselves into society in a way where they're not, like, causing a problem. Well, I mean, if it's, if it's worth mentioning... Some of the outcome of, of was it Blade Trinity, the mm-hmm. third film, like I'll read of that finale is that, hey, there might not be as many vampires anymore. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, they may be a lesser thing in this world. So post that, this could be where this bonding takes place. Maybe we just check out some other Halloween monsters. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, we know that for the second movie that Blade, like, you know, he'll go to frosty ter- terrains, yeah. ice lands and stuff like that. Yeah, It'll go all, all over the place, and yeah, I think his, his son will, would be into that. Mm-hmm. Okay, they just well, they just learn more about like what the world has to offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that's a it. It's doing less vampire shit and doing more human shit. Yes, I think Blade Two can teach Blade how to get in touch with his human half. Yeah, yeah. That's a, it's a great summer film for everyone. I feel like Blade, unlike a lot of narcissistic fathers, can understand when he was wrong. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's open for that it's, to an extent. I he's think... open to adapting to new situations. Yes, he can adapt for sure. Yeah. Uh, what do you think Whistler's take is on this? Because I think... Load of shit. <laughs> I, th- I think Whistler might be jealous of you spending time with his... This is some bullshit. Does he actually ever whistle? Shit. <laughs> shit and blood and shit. Okay, we're, we're not getting anywhere with... I made a light bulb that turns into a gun for you, Blade. What? <laughs> I don't think we haven't talked about this on this show, but what's the story the, the, with deal with Whistler in the final films? Oh, God, I don't... They, they brought him back because... Question mark, and he is currently has the question mark powers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Dumb idea. Dumb idea to bring him back. And he uh, he designs crazy weaponry for Blade. Listen up here. Shit. Alright. We're at 30 minutes. Alright, we've been hinting at this this entire time. Yeah. <laughs> we've been hinting at this the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, The Squatch Lorette. Oh, yeah. Uh, would you date Blade? Yeah. Would you 
Here's the thing. Pursue a long-time relationship with him. No. Okay. Blade, uh, do explain. Blade is a man <laughs> whose tattoos line up perfectly <laughs> with his haircut. He's locked into that haircut for life. That's weird to me. It, yes, that, that's very true. He's also uh, portrayed by Wesley Snipes. Noted tax evader Wesley Snipes. And like, I don't have time to deal with whatever bullshit is going on there. Yeah, he seems like a a, a, a big hassle. So, okay, just a date, nothing further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, there is also a bit of a problem here. Yes. With the conflict of interest. Um, uh, could it be that perchance, perhaps, uh, that you're a vampire? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I am a vampire. Yeah. Yes, as we've established, I've been a vampire for ten episodes. I have to tell you something. Um, I have a child with an E on the end. Oh, what do you mean by that? I was biting someone and got a little out of hand and I almost killed them and I was going to embrace them and make them a full vampire. But before I could, a regular human came in and bit them. And so now they are half vampire, half human. <laughs> yeah, human bite can deliver that status. Yeah, yeah. So oh, um, that's terrible. Yeah. So now I have a dumb here child mm -hmm. that I have to deal with. Is this why you want to do this episode? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you wanted to see. You wanted some methods of connecting with your dampier son uh, or daughter. Uh, they're non-binary. <laughs> your dampier child. Yes, child with an e on the end. Okay. And I would be the sire. Regardless of gender. Mm -hmm. Got it. So uh, I, have you received enough tips and hints about this? Well, I'm trying to deal with the uh, the local prince of the Camarilla, but like, you know, she's all pissed at me for other stuff that I've done. So I don't want to bring it up. <laughs> when do you do this stuff? Uh, at night, mostly. Uh, I guess that makes sense. You're asleep. Yeah. I, I don't think we mentioned it, but we we did record this episode in the middle of the day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the earliest we've ever recorded an episode. We uh, it's Memorial Day, so it lined up that we could do this at two thirty. Yeah, the earliest we've done before this was like four o'clock for the Toby episode because of the time difference. Yeah, and we also record this with damp hair. <laughs> yes, yes. So slightly, slightly damp. That's uh, that's yeah. a whole. We did a lot of bits that were invisible for everyone. Like as a vampire might be to non dampier out there. Yeah. Um. So they have all of my strengths and none of my weaknesses. Well, let's. Well, th that's a very powerful being. <laughs> no offense, <laughs> but that's a. Thank you. I think partially. <laughs> they have all of my strengths and none of my weaknesses except for one: the thirst. <laughs> Oh no, that's which is my chief weakness. <laughs> I was gonna say, we we built multiple segments about about this weakness <laughs> to to try and keep it at bay. Uh, it doesn't work. Doesn't work. So, uh, my question is, how do I make sure that that my child doesn't kill me? Ah, <laughs> uh, you want to prevent the kind of that blade future? Yeah, yeah. I am the blade in this situation, and they are the blade too. So I think they are in Alley Two, directed by Guillermo del Toro, <laughs> I, on VHS and, and DVD. You gotta find common ground. You gotta be willing to adapt to whatever they're into. Okay, is it? They might. They might by have more common ground. Do you mean native soil? 
Because I can do that. Yeah. If they if they have none of your weaknesses except the thirst, then maybe there's some <laughs> some situations where like you know you can do I don't know stand up comedy with them. Mm. Mm. <laughs> or and there... then they'll just outshine me. Uh huh. <laughs> because... Or uh, or customer service interactions. I can't. I'm bad at that. <laughs> I know. Okay. Okay. So. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, we will do that. It's about you approaching your weaknesses with their help. Right, right, yeah. Uh, you guys can go to the beach. We could do that, yeah, that's fair. Although I can't cross running water. That part's true. And the ocean is all running. It's always running all the time. That's what the ocean is. <laughs> what, what do you mean by cross exactly? Is it just rivers or the ocean you can't get, like... If you were sitting somewhere and it, during low tide and high tide came, what would happen? Um, I would take 20 acid damage at the end of my turn. Okay. For every six seconds. Uh, rice counting, that's not a thing, right? Um, no, it is, it is, it is. Oh, no. Yeah, no. It's a, well, no, all the math stuff cancels out, though. What do you mean? Like, all the obsessive counting because vampire, bad at math because queer, so. <laughs> ah, right, I forgot about that earlier. Yeah, yeah, nothing. I'm I'm sorry that your life has become a mess. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> really helpful. Uh, here's a question about uh, about vampires. Yep. About uh, Dompier. Who's the monster and who's the man? Who is the monster and who is the man? Sing the bells, bells, bells. Between the Dampier and whom? Between the Dampier, let's use uh, let's use my specific example. Okay. The vampire and uh, and the Dampier child. Well, I don't want to call you a monster. I prefer monster. Oh, okay. Let's let's get less specific. Let's go with Blade. Blade, Blade and Blade Two. Yeah, between the, the the pair of them, is that um, oh. Blade's got a, he's got a lot of baggage. Yeah. He's got a lot of troubles that he uh, ignores and puts off. Mm -hmm. And he brings back his, his dead father figure for no reason. In the I Am Legend kind of sense, which I feel like there's direct influence there, Blade is a monster to monsters. Yeah, he's the monster monster. Yeah. And uh, where his, his son, I don't see a read of him being a, a greater monster than him. No. Yeah. No. Unless he, like, goes evil. But that's just dumb. <laughs> then he's just a regular evil guy. Yeah. And Blade deals with, uh, with you know, full vampires. I think regular guys are pretty easy. Right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, Blade's the monster of the situation. Makes sense, makes sense. Yeah. All right, I think uh, I think we're, it's time to take these, the damp here to the final rating place. Mm. I would like to, uh, real quick, reflect on our June of the Living Dead with you. Oh, yeah. I thought this was a successful experiment. I think so. Going back to some old, uh, to digging up some old graves. Yeah, and now uh, I, I feel refreshed and ready to tackle a whole new wave of monsters this new year. Absolutely. Yeah. So This is this is Chinese New Year, of course. <laughs> right. It's, it's Finding Monster Right New Year. <laughs> finding Monster Right Year of the... There's going to be fireworks, uh, there's going to be champagne, there's going to be, we're going to bring a dragon through the streets, but not, not like Chinese New Year, like in a way that's much more destructive with a lot more loss of life and property. The, the dragon is real. 
yeah, the dragon is, it's a real dragon. It's not like, it's none of this like paper, like uh, cloth, whatever, like parade dragon. Like it's like an actual, like it's smaug coming from the under mountain. Like it's bad, but we think it's good. Like the Adams family. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, final rating place for uh, the Dampier. Mm-hmm. I really, I think there's a lot of potential in them. I do think Blade has realized a lot of pote- of that potential. Yeah. But it it's it comes out in a good way and he's one of the best like d- uh, side superhero characters of all time. Yeah. Like B-list. Yeah. He's pretty A-list. I feel like people would fuck the Blade movie. <laughs> well, they they would, but it was like the... they know from the previous movies that like this is going to be good. He mostly became a the first movie was because of how like, you know, low tier he was. They're like we're not going to burn Iron Man. <laughs> Or we're not going to burn Captain America yet. Right. Let's give this a try. Well, even Iron Man was, like, low tier. Yeah. He, he was elevated for sure. But Cap, I guess, is the main one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think as a Dampier, I want to give him a, a, a solid score of a 9 out of 10. Hmm. Like, he, he's re- really up there, and he's the best version of the Dampier. He's also one of the few superheroes that is really, really, really fun to make fun of. <laughs> He's fun to make fun of, and he's cool in his own way. Yeah. But he's, he's this kind of cool that, the 90s cool that is, like, we can absolutely laugh our ass off at him. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I skate uphill, motherfucker. Right, he, like, he, like, pins a vampire to a wall and then does, like, a little fist pump. <laughs> it's it's just ugh, nice yeah. and morning. Yeah, no, he, he, uh, he's fighting them with his motorcycle, and then he leaps through the air as a CG model of him. <laughs> Lands with, like, all three swords pinning it down another vampire. <laughs> he throws glaives from Krull. <laughs> like, like bladed weapons that fly through the air. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, the Dompier in general. Mm-hmm. What's really curious to me is why, like, they haven't become a standardized fantasy race. In as many settings. Yeah, because, like, what are your uh, typical fantasy settings? Like, your generic, like... Human, elf, dwarf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple of those are your... Some orc stand-in, some hobbit stand-in, maybe. You, you need a, a world that has vampires in it. And those vampires can't be... They have to like, intermingle with everyone else. Mm. So, yeah. That's why you don't see hobbits and dampier side yeah. by side. But why don't you chase that, like, you know, dark and kind of gothic and well you've mentioned it before it, an urban fantasy vampire the masquerade type setting is where those would shine yeah because it's it's about how everyone looks human but that's may not be true right. they could be vampires they could be dampier they could be work for di- all kinds of different vampire types and houses right so i would say that the dampier in general because they have potential as of course this you know perfect metaphor between life and death and everything although blade kind of blade kind of took a lot of the uh caught between two worlds ground mm-hmm. from them and in, in like a fictional setting like the dompier would have to be like very action based yeah or you'd have to really explore other weaknesses that they have right right yeah just the thirst is is kind of makes you a superhero <laughs> yeah so i will uh say vampire dompier are a Five out of ten. Right down the middle. Right down the middle as they should be. They're liminal. They're between life and death. And I feel like that is the angle that should be explored in Dampier fiction rather than uh, just murdering vampires. Why don't they murder people? 
people are bad. There's a lot of they're, bad people out there. They're half people. Blade. Come yeah, on, Blade. Blade. Come Dad. on, Blade. They're half people and half vampires, so why not... Vampires are people. They're half human and half vampire, so why not slay humans? <laughs> I can't believe we just turned Blade on me. Thank you for listening. Uh, tune in next time when we uh, shoot the moon and don't get quite as far. Tune in next time where we talk about a half pterodactyl, half Pikachu monster. I just looked around. Where's my pterodactyl? Oh. There's one. There's a pterodactyl. See, I can see invisible monsters because of my <laughs> vampire powers. So I don't get it. He's a vampire, but he can walk around during the day? Mm-hmm.